you don't know jack shit, butt wipe, needle dick, cock bite, jack off, limp wrist, cornhole, banana breath, shit bird, bird turd, turd face, kick ass, brown nose, macho wimp, limp dick, fart face, tire merchant, what's the matter, gonna cry, come on cry baby Davey, cry 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 cry, shit face, rat turd, ass licking, son of a bitch, it's the science fiction rating <laughs> system, uh, that was me nice. making up for a lack of quote last week. Um, and yes, uh, we are here to rate uh, and review science fiction films. And I am joined, I am Alex Humphrey, and I am joined by Chris Redding over there. Hello, Chris. Hello. 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 How are you? Great intro, great intro. Uh, well, it was the best quote of the film. I had to go with it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and also, Sam Draper, how are you, Sam? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Uh, like good. like last week, we've already referenced the, kind of the one thing that you remember about Flatline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that was a big thing. Um, we're doing Flatline. Well, uh, the, allegedly, the new thing is we have to link every film. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, so we're doing Flatliners because Joel Schumacher sadly passed away recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my link that I came up with, because last week was Minority Report. So Minority Report has Tom Cruise in. Tom Cruise was in Top Gun. Top Gun had Val Kilmer in. Val Kilmer was Batman in Joel Schumacher's Batman Forever. So that's how I've linked it anyway. Um, how many links was that? It's less, less than six, I suppose. So yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sure, we can do better than that. Uh, could you, I mean, this, ironically, ironically, Flatliners has Kevin Bacon in it, so there should be a way to link it very quickly. But uh, yeah. I don't Yeah, and this was produced by Michael Douglas as well, which gives uh, you lots of links. Yes, that's true, actually. Yeah. And, and also, yeah, and also we, you've got uh, old Julia Roberts and she's in. A load of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Donald Sutherland, Kiefer's dad, must have done a job with uh, the old guy from the last film as well. Maxwell Sindow. Yeah. Probably. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, what could you say is sure. try our next time, Alex. That yeah, sorry. That and it wasn't a good one. No, it wasn't good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Flatliners, uh, the 1990 film, yeah, directed by Schumacher, uh, written by Peter Filardi, who wrote The Craft, which is. Probably an extremely dated film now, very nineties. <laughs> yeah. But then very... remember we watched The Faculty, and that was <laughs> oh yeah, that was held quite, up quite fun, well, didn't it? it? So you yeah, never know. I was yeah, kind of yeah. craft and faculty like go together in my mind. Mm, that's true. Uh, when was the last time you saw Flatliners, Sam? I'm gonna say probably early two thousands, probably like university. Oh, okay, that's not. It's one of those ones that like was kind of oh it's a bit it's a bit adult and so I got it watched it on VHS. I think I tacked it off channel four. Yeah, yeah. So I watched Ooh. it quite a lot in my late teens, but not really since. So. Okay. How, how about you, Chris? When was the last time you I s- kind of remember it in the night late nineties, like mm. it being on BBC premier yeah. like premiering on the TV or something and everyone making a big whoop about it being on TV. Yeah. But I didn't really watch it. So I could probably say this was like my first oh, okay. proper watching. Okay, interesting, of it. interesting. Uh, it didn't look like something which like attracted me at the time. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. Do you remember having that kind of mystique though? Of like, um, what's that snuff film with Nicolas Cage? Is that like sort of isn't that a Joel Schumacher film oh, actually? Eight eight millimeter. Eight millimeter. Yeah, of like being a bit like risque, like a bit oh. Yeah, maybe that's yeah, just because I, guess, I was quite young when it was out. I suppose, don't I? But yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would assume it was the kind of thing that they couldn't have showed very much because it kind of encourages you to kill yourself. Right? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So I thought with the kind of censorship rules of the television. Maybe, maybe they it wasn't on TV very much. Maybe perhaps what it was. Yeah. Yeah. 
So maybe it was when it was on Channel Four or whatever, or like you say, some kind of I wonder premiere thing. I wonder if it was a movie drone film. Actually, I think about it. Do you remember the Mark Cousins thing? Oh yeah, maybe. I think I might maybe. take it off that, which would be why it would have like that mystique mm. factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Alex? Since last time you saw it, is a it's more your a kind long of film, time maybe. ago. Yeah, no, no. I do. I, I, I like horror, uh, and I do like Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, and it, no, but it was a long time ago, and I had forgotten. I remembered most of it, but I was misremembering certain elements. Mm. Um, uh, uh, yeah, and I know no, it was a long time ago, and yeah, it was good to rewatch it, especially because uh, my Blu-ray I bought of it was mm. a very nice uh, edition. Looked very nice. Someone's cleaned it up somewhere, I think. Obviously, um, uh, for anyone that doesn't know the plot, it is an extra. It's literally a one-sentence plot, isn't it? Yeah. It is a gang of medical students decide to perform a dangerous experiment to see whether there really is life after death. That is literally mm. the film. It's a very pitchable uh, film. I can imagine that. Um, I'm surprised there hasn't been any sort of reboot, remake. They did. Well, there is. There is. There is I will, I'll skip ahead, Chris. I'll skip ahead for you. The. Uh, where is 2017? it? 2017? 2015 follow up starring Ellen Page. Uh, yeah. It, oh, it might be 17 because it was announced. But anyway, um, people didn't know if it was a remake or a reboot or whatever, but allegedly. Keith Sutherland appears in the in the film. Uh, he has a different name, but people have confirmed that basically there's a deleted scene that it confirms that he's using a fake identity and that he is in fact the same character. So uh, have you seen yeah. it for that one? No, I haven't. I kind of want to now. I watched um, the trailer and it, it looked pretty bad from the trailer, but I'm kind of assuming it's exactly the same. Yeah, you think? You? Yeah, yeah, like just a copy. I would have thought, yeah. but. Um, we open with uh, Kiefer saying, "Today's a good day to die." Uh, this is one of five. This is the second of five collaborations between Kiefer Sutherland and Joel Schumacher. Can anyone get the rest? So we got Flatliners. Mm. It's quite hard. This I, I wouldn't have got them all. Vampires. Oh, um, uh, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Your favorite okay. film, isn't it? Is that right? I do like Lost Boys. Not my favourite film. Uh, <coughs> oh, 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 I know, I know. Um, the one with the sniper on the um, phone, phone booth. booth. Yes, 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 phone booth. Exactly. Well done. The other two, I can't say I'm familiar with. 12, which was released in 2010, and A Time to Kill. I don't know either of those. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but anyway, they're but all, all collaborations between the two. So they must get on quite well, you'd have thought. They must Sandra have been... Bullock as well, right? It was in a few of his films, right? <laughs> She's not in this, though, is she? No, she's not in this, but <laughs> maybe she's in... Oh, sorry, I'm getting maybe. mixed up with uh, freaking... Julie Roberts. Julie oh, yeah. Roberts. <laughs> um, Easy mistake to make. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. No, it's not controversial. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, sorry, either of you, if you're listening, Sandra or Julia. Um, of course they yeah, of course they're listening. Uh, but basically, we get the setup. We're just basically it's beginning. We just introduce the characters, and they've all got quite broad, uh, like definitions, don't they? As characters, hmm. they're kind of a bit one note, not in a bad way. So you've got kind of Kiefer Sutherland's very arrogant, obsessed with this, this uh, doing this experiment. Julia Roberts is kind of obsessed with death and recording people's death, like out of body experiences and stuff, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Bacon seems to be kind of like like better than everyone else at being a doctor or whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah, it's almost like he's their dad, isn't it? 
I think he's supposed to be older, <laughs> older or something. Yeah, right. yeah, with his long hair. And Oliver Platt, who is a bit... Love Oliver Platt. Love I love him yeah, too. He's, he's great. Yeah, he's love, good. Yeah. He's, he's a bit kind of... He's the kind of comedy character, I would say. Yeah. He often plays comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. A lovable comic relief. He's yeah. brilliant. I probably mentioned this last time he was on a film, but have, have you seen the uh, Funny Funny Bones? With him and Lee Evans in it. No. It's absolutely no. fantastic film. Oh, okay. Same Blackpool. He's, he's, oh. he's, he's so good in that. He's brilliant in it. Well, he was terrible in Bicentennial Man, but um, that's not his fault, I don't think. No. I mean, he makes a lot of bad films. He was in that 2012, wasn't he, as well? Makes a lot oh, of, yeah, he makes was. a lot of shit, yeah. but uh, yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check that out, that film. Um, and then the other character you have is uh, one of the Baldwins, uh, Billy Baldwin, and he's the kind of sleazy... You see him very uh, early on having sex with someone and filming them. Uh, uh, and he's a kind of, yeah, sleazy... I mean, I guess love interest. Well, no, he's not love interest. He's just a sleazy one. Um, and it's quite, I think it's quite. It, it moves quite quickly, the beginning of this film, setting everyone up, doesn't it? Mm. I think it's quite a nice opening. Um, yeah, yeah. I was quite wide forgotten was how strikingly weird it looks like the sets and the location and stuff like that did you do you remember all that the kind of the weird kind of like religious imagery everywhere and all that yeah but it still looked very 90s yeah yeah it looks like a madonna video it does yeah (laughs) it doesn't yeah it doesn't i mean yes it does it's like er yeah i think (laughs) it's like one of those films where people live in like a new york loft that's oversized yeah. everything's oversized and massive talk yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I mean I think I thought because the film deals with kind of what's real and not real yeah I thought that the, the where they kind of um, go to university which just looks like a church basically it's absurd that location yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean there's a, they, the, where they do the experiment there's that huge statue just in the middle of the room and like all these like there. gothic paintings hanging everywhere that yeah. are like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Chris. It's very nineties. I wondered if it was deliberately stylized to kind of up the kind of the weirdness of it all a bit, the Massively. kind of unreality of it all. Yeah. Uh, They're definitely going. Yeah, but it's just very difficult to do in the nineties. Mm. But I thought it worked. What did you think? Do you think it was? Did you did you think it was a bit annoying, or did you think it looked nice? I think it's a bit overbearing, and I think yeah. that... it's a bit overbearing. It reminded me of that film. Uh, Shit, what's it called? You know where there's like a bone gun? Existence. Existence. Yeah. It reminds me yeah. of Ghostbusters 2. Um, yes. In the, the yeah. bits with, you know, Vigo, whatever it is. Because he, yeah. he shoots up a lot to make everything look really big. And I don't get why... I don't get yeah. it. You know, you're looking yeah. at the room a lot, I think, in this. And I don't think you need yeah, to. But I quite like the room, so... <laughs> it's, they're all right, but I just think they're just... It's a bit, like... It's a bit... You're laying on a bit thick, aren't you, really? You know? Yeah. We get it. I mean, they're think- dying, you know? I think it is a very 90s uh, style, yes. a very 90s yeah. technique. And also Schumacher's very, uh, I mean, if you think of his Batman films, they're kind of well over the top yes. with that stuff. He's not it? shy to lean into a... Oh, it's terrible, uh, Batman and Robin, is it? Batman yeah, and, and, and Batman Forever. Batman Forever, yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Sorry, R.I.P., but yeah, terrible, <laughs> terrible Batman. Phone Boop's a good film, though, I'll give him that. That's yeah. a, I like that film. Yeah. And Lost Boys is good. Yeah, yeah. I think he's 50-50. Um, the- oh, we could have made the link, Colin Farrell, phone booth. Oh, that's really, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's quicker, well done. <laughs> um, uh, the, the experiment itself, uh, there's a big bit where uh, uh, they they reel off all this kind of like, there's a lot of like, uh, like, like you said, like ER, there's a lot of science talk, isn't there, and medical talk and stuff. 
Um, which I thought was a bit silly, but um, mm. I can see why they're doing it. But um, I mean, ultimately, this film repeats one scene about five times. <laughs> yeah. And every time they do it, it's the same issue that they seem to be able to kill the people quite quickly, but they can't yeah. seem to bring them back very well, ever. And they kind of get worse at it, don't they? Well, that's like, that's believable though, isn't it? I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. We can kill them really well. Yeah. We can't bring them back. They don't seem very good at bringing them back. Um, yeah. Um, you know, it'd be a good film and... where they keep trying to do it, but, they, but the person just keeps dying. Like... <laughs> You know, they keep the whole film to try and do it, back. and then at the end, yeah. someone finally comes back or something. That'd be yeah, that'd be cool. yeah. Um, they do it with Kiefer, um, and uh, yeah, he says Kiefer says about the experiment: philosophy failed, religion failed. Now it's up to the physical sciences. Uh, <laughs> we see, could have, I could have opened with that. Uh, they managed. They managed to do it, and they flatline him. The uh, as they say, um, and then you kind of get this very. It zooms into his eye. Mm. And then you get these very surreal, this kind of weird... I mean, everyone's afterlife is different, isn't it? They yeah. shot all quite differently. Um, yeah. Some more cryptic than others. His one is quite... quite. I don't know, it's quite stereotypical. There is, you, you think it's kind of... It's this nice... Kids in a field and stuff. You think it's this quite nice kind of um, uh, idyllic vision of his childhood, I guess. Yeah. But then it seems to be a bit more scary and the dogs go a bit crazy and there's a kid in a hoodie and... It's all a bit more weird, isn't it? Hmm. Um, I mean, it's quite a nice uh, setup. I think it's an it's an interesting way of showing it. Do you think it works the way they show the life after death? It's a bit mm. mundane, yeah, yeah, for me. Um, it's all a bit Dawson's Creek or something. Yeah, like it's it. it's it's all. You Do know, think it should be more abstract, abstract or. It's just working through issues, isn't it? And it's kind of a bit mm. boring to work through issues, you know, even if you are dying mm. to do it. You know, <laughs> I, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like... Yeah. I, I, the best bits of the film to me are when they're kind of being scared of it coming back in the real yeah. world. Yeah. And um, the psychological bit of it like that. But but what they're actually dealing mm. with is never that... I don't find it that interesting, really. I don't know. No. The payoff's no, not there, no. you know. No. I mean, as far as the... I mean, if you think the first one's kind of a bit lame, when William, when Billy Baldwin is dead, his, I've written down here, heaven or a perfume ad, it looks like, <laughs> yeah. it's it like, the weird, it's all black and white, yeah. pictures of women, boobs, stockings. I mean, it, I mean, obviously the character is obsessed with sex and women, but the way it's shot, is ve- it does just look like a bad kind of advert or like... Again, you know, a music video. Yeah, or a music video. That one I really didn't think worked. Um, I mean, I think his payoff is interesting. The way, like you say, what he is then haunted by is well done. Yeah. Uh, But his, yeah, his vision of of heaven is, yeah, it's just really lame. Um, I've got a little bit here about the real science behind Flatliners. God. Do you want a bit of real science? Real science. Do you want some real science? Uh, Yeah. Because uh, obviously the film says about how they kind of argue quite a lot, don't they? And say how everyone's got the same, uh, everyone has the same experiences after death, and there must be some ink and all that. Uh, but in 2013, scientists observed that a nearly dead brain undergoes a burst of coherence and connectivity that goes beyond normal levels. In particular, as the heart stops beating, the brain's visual cortex is activated 
by a surge of electrical activity that continue up to that can, can continue up to 30 seconds after an individual is actually dead. The burst is thought to account for the high visual experiences people have when they die. Um, it also says there's lots of other there's basically a lot of other things are activated, um, and that is where these kind of out of body experiences come from. Mm. Is Chris? Oh, is there? He thought he'd fallen asleep. Yeah, I thought. He'd, yeah. <laughs> no, I just wasn't buying that science. Oh, you're not buying no. that science. Has no, no one yet actually managed to perfect flatliners and can do this? Is this a thing? That's a thing that happens. I, I mean, I couldn't. That was the best I got of finding someone trying to do this. Yeah, because I know, not, like, not really. There's a way of like David Carradine or that that lad off the uh, housing program oh, yeah. hanging in the yeah. wardrobe. There's that way of going about it, isn't there? Yeah, but, but which is a similar sort of thing. But you're not actually dead, then, are you? Just on the brink mm. of dying. Yeah. Are you, as Chris, are you saying there's uh, what is you're dead? You're dead. There's no, you know what you're saying here. What's your what's your beef with the science? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're quantizing it into dead and alive, it's like once you're through to. I would say once you're through to death, it's a one-way journey. It's a one-way thing. Yeah. So you can't, by coming back, you weren't dead. Ah, okay. I see. So you're saying because anyone that's come back hasn't really been dead in the first dead place. Dead, because there's activity, there's right. there's energy, activity, signals going on in the body. Mm. Until that has all ceased you're not dead because they, when someone comes and declares someone dead, a doctor, they look for all of those signs. And if they are not there, you are declared dead. Before that, you are just in some other state of uh, deterioration towards death. Right. Yeah. I I think this is a pretty, uh, you know, I can't see a a problem with this argument. It seems to be bang on. So therefore you can never know because no one can be dead and then alive because they weren't then dead. Well, no, because you'd have to become an inanimate object with no mm. like signals in the brain and then return back to mm. What about if you're cryogenically frozen? Well, no one's ever been brought back from no. being cryogenically frozen because you... it kind of knackers the cells. It breaks all the cell membranes. But if you could do frozen, that, would you class so... them as having been dead? Maybe, yeah, but... you. you... It's you're gonna have to overcome quite a few hurdles. Um, mm. Hurdles. Yeah. No, I, I think not least that every cell in your body has been turned into mush mm. by 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 the ice crystal. Thing is, though, where does the so, soul reside? Is it in your is it in your cells or is it something more ethereal than that? You know, your cells die in the place all the time. Well, you know, could you? That was my next question, was the big one. Do you believe in... Uh... I mean, Sam's saying that like he's taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry uh... to any religious viewers out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't like the tone uh... of Sam's... Uh... Is, is it, are we all cynical on this, uh, on the concept of heaven and hell? Are we all... I think I am, yeah. yeah we're all... We're just all, shitty machines. I'm... I've not seen any, I've not <laughs> seen any evidence against that. No? Being okay. you're, just yeah, a, I mean... you're a machine that eventually breaks and stops at the end. Yeah, a really super complex machine. Yeah, not a shitty machine. <laughs> yeah, you're listening to yeah. the science fiction radio and system, not so, the atheists yeah. podcast. <laughs> and you can see sometimes in I follow some quite dark Instagram accounts. I bet you do. Uh, where it's basically just animals kicking the shit out of each oh, other. <laughs> if I could draw your attention, this is this to... is going back to Minority Report, isn't it? If <laughs> yeah. we get precog, precog, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think one's called the dark side of nature. Yeah. One's called like. Nature is metal is a big one. And it's basically just 
footage of like predation in nature, basically. And you can see animals, there's, there's a difference between... They can keep alive for quite a long time, basically. Oh, There's some dark stuff in there. <laughs> I really didn't think we'd go this way. I mean, wow. I know it's yeah. about... Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, okay. Um, well, well, just, well, yeah. You know, you just explained to us about that, that brain surge at the end when you... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is... You've got religion sus there, haven't you? That is religion in a nutshell. Hmm. It's just, oh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. that last little fake sort of flash yeah, of little, bullshit yeah, that you like, get before you go out, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah, I mean that, and that's... I think a lot of people would, yeah, believe that. Your, your body's probably being flooded with stuff to make it a bit less horrible for you. Why wouldn't you see well, a load you'd of think stuff? that, but there's actually no evidence in nature that that would be selected for in natural selection for oh, okay. the horror of dying to be <laughs> subdued yeah. in Oh, because we don't want to be scared there's of nothing, it. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to say that, like, a deer, before it's eaten... It all it's yeah. you know you know the pain Doesn't goes see black and white images of because that, that that would not be selected for in you nature you don't ejaculate when you die you shit yourself don't you so that's <laughs> we're, shit, we're, that's, we're shitting machines that can go on your tombstone yeah. we're, sh- we're just we're just shitting machines <laughs> Sam says Sam Draper was just a shitty machine no uh, God <laughs> is love I think we might have to do Cut some. <laughs> we're doing some bleeping now. <laughs> I'm trying to get back on side of the religion, but I don't know what uh, yeah. to say. Uh, don't. Know, other other opinions don't. do exist. It's fine if other people believe stuff. Um, Please don't. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, yeah, wanted to ask. Uh, back in Flatliners, uh, it's Halloween, just because it, it like to make it more scary. Um, and there's this kind of cool. There's that I like that shot of that weird, crazy kind of Venetian ball of people mm. like kind of cavorting and like. They got like insane masks that like a person just wouldn't be able to make. Yeah. I quite like that shot. I think that's quite good. Um, and it's obviously at this point, uh, yeah. Baldwin's gone through. Kiefer's gone through. Baldwin's starting to see images of women that he's slept with and recorded who are like haunting him on on screens and stuff like that. And he's freaking out about it because he's engaged. Uh, Kiefer's seeing the little boy in the red hoodie. That we we don't know because we haven't watched the whole film yet. We don't know why he's seeing him. Mm. Um, obviously, that's a that's a kind of callback to "Don't Look Now," isn't it? A bit with his because of his dad, the kind of red hoodie. Oh, you think of that? But yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so ne- next to go through is Bacon, and uh, Kiefer's got a bit of a problem with Kevin Bacon because he, I guess they all fancy Julia Roberts because she's the only girl that goes to school. Or <laughs> he something. tried to get him on the. Uh, it- then you tried to get him on that pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, keep, keep, my quiz is going to come up. You might need that knowledge for my quiz. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Kiefer, Kiefer goes under, uh, and he, this is where he sees... Uh, what is he... He he sees uh, he sees the little girl, doesn't he? His image is a bit more cryptic. He sees the little girl in the playground. Uh, he sees a kind of a train and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, the, my quote from the beginning is what comes up. So it's basically... As Sam pointed out, everyone's got emotional issues and dying seems to bring them to the fore. Um, I mean, I guess the, I guess it's trying to say that when you die, you have regrets, so you need to sort them out before you really die. Is that what it's trying to say? I mean, if it's saying something? No? I mean, it's not saying anything. Is it? it's, just, no. it's just a way to get... To, I mean, it's quite... An, it's a neat device, isn't it? That yeah. Everyone's got a secret and it's, it's revealed in this way that you yeah. wouldn't expect, you know? Would you guys ever do this as an experiment if you were guaranteed to come back to life? If you were guaranteed? Yeah, guaranteed. You don't have these monkeys 
doing it. You've got people who are like, you go down, you die, but we'll bring you back. There's no. There's a literal guarantee. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. You do it. Well, why Chris? not? Yeah. So I can't guarantee you won't be haunted by these weird uh, visions. But I've got you no, definitely... uh, no demons in my past, mate. Oh, okay. Wow. Clean sailing over here. Whoa, big, uh, big, big claim there. <laughs> Chris, would you do it if you knew you could come back? No, it would be just like it'd be like the paranoid, horrible bit of yeah. a, a drug trip. Chris would yeah, have like uh, fighting deer and stuff haunting him everywhere. Like, <laughs> I would be. Yeah. All them terrible deaths. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'd be a bit scared off. Yeah, that something might. Yeah, you that do something it. might come back. I don't know. No, I don't think I would. Mm. Yeah, to hide is what I'm getting from you two. Yeah, Martin and Cord. So I'm not scared. It's just it would not be very. I don't like n- not being in t- con- control. Mm. You know, no. I don't. I don't. This like is pretty it. out of control. Yeah, you, you, as Sam said, <laughs> I mean, it's the ultimate in out of control. That's true. Actually, I wonder yeah. why aren't they shit themselves? No, they don't. Do they? No, no they don't. No, no one does. Um, anyway, last to go through is Julia Roberts. She finally gets a go after everyone seems to like not allow her to uh, get a go. And uh, more than ever, when she dies, they all freak out more than ever about bringing her back. For some reason, they are like the worst of bringing her back. And uh, this is from IMDb Trivia. I'm sorry, I can't credit who says it. A person has written, when Rachel is under and they have trouble bringing her back, they switch from bagging her with a manual, bagging her with a manual ventilator to giving her artificial respiration via mouth to mouth. Mouth-to-mouth resuscitation is only performed in emergencies when a lack of proper medical equipment exists. Using the manual ventilator is a preferred method, so switching to mouth-to-mouth makes no sense. This would be like trying to inflate an air mattress with a foot pump, then switching to your mouth because it wasn't inflating fast enough. It just makes no sense to go from a more efficient method uh, to a less efficient one. So there you go. So some doctor has obviously uh, banged that on there. It does seem weird, doesn't it, that they're surrounded by med equipment and they just do the old, like, <laughs> it does, it's a bit of an odd scene. It's an excuse to see Julia Roberts in a bra, isn't it? I, I wondered that. I did wonder that. Uh, yeah, I did wonder that. Um, hey, do you want a quiz? Yeah. It's a pretty high concept quiz. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. The fo- So, right, so in Flatliners... Four people go back, don't they? Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon, William Baldwin, right? Yeah. Now, in my quiz, those actors have flatlined, right? Right. I am going to tell you what has come back, and you have to say which actor it's related to. Okay. So, so something has come back to haunt this this actor. You have to say which actor it is. I get it. That is being haunted, okay? Okay. You get it? I'm going to give Chris, he's going to go first. Okay. Because I think he's going to say, I'll give him this one. And he, I think he's... Bernie Madoff. Well, here you go. Yeah. So, Chris's first <laughs> one is, the thing that's come Gavin back Bacon. is Ponzi scheme con man Bernie Madoff. So, who who went back, Chris? Who went back? Bacon. It was Bacon. Exactly. So, that's how this game works. Okay. Yeah. So, next, next one. Uh, a burnt action figure. Sam, do you know who, who went back? Who's the foot? Oh, William Baldwin, isn't it? Uh, Kiefer. There's Baldwin. Yes. Do you know why, Kiefer? No. Uh, when he was in 24, uh, one a, a toy company made a, an action figure of him and they gave him one and he went out and got drunk and he set fire to it 
and poured alcohol over it. And then the next morning they rang him up and said, oh, did you like the prototype of the toy we sent you? And he said, uh, sorry. And it took them eight months to make another one because that was the only one in existence and he had completely destroyed it. Uh, anyway, okay, so the next one. So, so we get the game now. Uh, so, Chris, um, a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree has come back. Chris, do you know who that is that uh, has brought back a Christmas tree? <laughs> it's a popular YouTube video. Um, I'm guessing you haven't seen it. No. It's Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, when he was on a tour with a band that he managed, uh, he mm. uh, was at a hotel and he hurled himself at a Christmas tree and destroyed it. A fully decorated yeah, Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah. So, yeah. Like like Elf? Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Someone said, hey, Kiefer, you're a pirate. And he just went, that would explain everything and just rushed into a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Okay, uh, back to Sam. Um, a Golden Raspberry Award. Who's that come back for? Ooh, Baldwin? Yes, yeah. William William Baldwin. It could uh, be yes. his like entire career post this. I'd imagine. I don't know what. Uh, yeah. Well, he, he got up. He's been nominated two times: once for Sliver, uh, and once for Fair Game with Cindy Crawford uh, as the worst uh, on-screen couple. He's the worst of the Baldwins, isn't he? Really? Yeah, he is the worst of the Baldwins. Yeah. Uh, okay, Chris Stephen Baldwin. Who's come back for Steve? Who Stephen Baldwin? Who's he come back at? Actually, he's the worst of the Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin. No, he's the worst because he's just like softcore yeah. porn. Yeah. Um, Who's Stephen Baldwin come back to haunt? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Have a guess. Have a guess. Kevin Bacon? It's, it's actually his brother. They had a big falling oh. out about Donald Trump, unfortunately. Right, Who okay. was pro-Trump? Uh, Stephen Baldwin Stephen. was pro-Trump Stephen. and Alec yeah, yeah. and William were anti-Trump. Mm. Okay, yeah. okay, we've got two more. Uh, Sam, uh, angry Julia Roberts. Who's uh, she come back for? Julia Roberts. Angry Julia Roberts has come back for herself. Yeah, that's how angry oh. she is. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. She's oh. come back for Kiefer Sutherland because they were engaged yeah. and uh, had an elaborate wedding planned, and it got uh, cancelled three days before. Uh, because uh, he was allegedly having an affair with a go-go dancer. So uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. And they met, it was all from meeting on the set of this. So yeah. Okay, last one, Sam. Uh, sorry, Chris. Thousands of angry women who use makeup, who have they come back for? <laughs> Roberts, Julie yes. Roberts. Do you know why? Did she do some fucking makeup ad where she's like photoshopped or something bang on bang on the l'oreal campaign 2011 mm. was uh caught up in a scandal because uh in fact a uk uh, minister said that it was using photoshop so it was not representative so uh yeah there you go just to be on keeper sutherland anecdotes are either of you aware of the uh the prank phone call series long longmont potion castle have you heard of that you wouldn't have no. heard. Anyways, no this guy just rings up people and does prank calls but on one of his tapes uh, he rings up Kiefer Sutherland and about delivering a box like, to his house, and it's yeah, it's about six minutes long. It's absolutely incredible because Kiefer is not interested. He didn't order a box, and he's not interested <laughs> in this box. I'll link it in the you do not have my signature, and you oh, do not have my oh, digital oh. signature because I don't have a computer. That's impossible. That does sound good. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that uh, show where he's the president? It's oh, um, Soul Survivor. Is no. it or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, designated Des- that's survivor. It, yeah. No, I haven't seen that. No. 
pretty bad. No. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if we'd carried on with that game, Kiefer had the most people coming back at him. Uh, he's a, he's a yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's a bit crazy. Um, back at uh, back in Flatliners, uh, we're in part my part seven, which is shit gets real. Um, so basically, Bacon Kevin Bacon's the first person to say, "Oh, hey." I saw this. Did you guys see something? Because no one's actually... That's weird, isn't it? ...been saying who... No, no, no one's really yeah. talked about it, have they? It's yeah. a bit odd. It's odd when they finally decide to, like, share. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yes. And then the twist kind of comes here <clears throat> because uh, Oliver Platt freaks out because Kiefer Sutherland's been turning up beaten up. And, and, and Oliver Platt quite reasonably says, well, I get that you guys are hallucinating. That's fine. But how the hell is Kiefer Sutherland getting beaten up by this tiny boy yeah. all the time? That's weird. Something more is going on. Uh, so it's kind of the point in the film where the film is kind of questioning, pushing you to question, is it real? Is it all fake? I mean, did you guys question that or were you just like, nah? Um, what did you think, Chris? Were you convi- Did you think it was real at any point or? No. No. Because I think it was it because it's been so like montagey yeah. and clippy that it's kind of I think it loses any uh, like presence for you yeah. like in a in a storytelling sense. So yeah. it's like there's no there's no risk there's no there's no stakes mm. in that sense. Yeah. Um, Sam, did you think it was real or? Well. Because no, I, I remember when I watched it the first time, I thought it was much more kind of, you didn't really know if it was real or not. But this time when I watched it, it very, very clearly felt like it's not real. It's not real at all. Yeah, it's kind of just, like, like Chris says, it, it doesn't portray it very well in a good, in a sense of you, there is no real risk or you don't get the, mm. you don't, you're like, like he said, you don't, you, there's no option to believe it's real in a way because it is so flim flam and silly, isn't it really? In yeah. A way. I also think, you, I think the fact they they're cutting between the different ones is good in a way, but I think it's kind of done disservice that there's all these different, very different sort of things going on. Yes, that's true. If they're, they're all experiencing the same it, yeah. thing or yeah. the, a similar sim- symptom, maybe it would be more. Yeah, that yeah, that is true. It, because it mm. wanted to have everyone have an individual experience, yeah. it also makes it less likely to be a real. There isn't a common theme. They're not all seeing a particular like the devil or like death or anything are they? Or even getting the same emotion out of it really are they? They're all getting a bit scared no. but it's different like fears they're playing on isn't it with yeah. each one? And also I think maybe the other problem the film has is it doesn't really want anyone to be that bad. Yeah. No one yeah. is that evil so no one has actually done anything that bad. Yeah. I mean, definitely forces punches doesn't it on... Yeah I mean ultimately the crimes they've committed are that Kevin Bacon was mean to a girl at school uh William Baldwin has been having been tons recording. of sex with people yeah. and recording it and has broken his fiance's heart. Julia Roberts thinks she killed her dad, but she didn't really kill her dad. Yeah. Uh, and Kiefer Sutherland has the worst, which is that he kind of made a guy, made a kid die, but he was very young and it was an accident, wasn't it? It's a, that is a bad one, though. <laughs> I mean, that's the worst one. Um, yeah. It is the worst one. Yes, I mean he, he stoned a kid out of a tree. He basically, did. he did. Yeah. It's what we're saying here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and at this point, the, the uh, Julia Roberts runs to the hospital where there's an old woman who's dying and she's dead, and she basically says, uh, 
The nurse says, you've got to get used to losing them. And Julia Roberts says, but I was wrong. I wanted to tell her I was wrong. There's nothing beautiful out there. Mm. So it's got quite a dark kind of vision of uh, mm. the afterlife at this point. It's pretty like... Yeah. I don't depressing. like the unnecessary shots in that morgue of the above when you see inside the bodies and things. You know, I don't want to see yeah. that. No, that's true. Yeah, it's pretty... It gets kind of sick, doesn't it? It gets a bit kind of... Yeah. Um, anyway, Kevin Bacon thinks he's got it sorted. He goes and sees the girl he wronged, who has a daughter who is the spitting image of the girl for some reason. Uh, and he basically just says sorry. Uh, and that does seem to do it, doesn't it? Hmm. Uh, and it also at this point is when Kiefer Sutherland's left in the car. He gets beaten up by the boy. But then as Kevin Bacon comes out, Kiefer Sutherland's kind of beating himself up, isn't he? Like it's really weird, isn't it? Like the way he's like laid down his back, isn't he? What's he got across him? It's like he's a... got something through his own arm, hasn't he? He's yeah. got like an axe through his arm. So is he just self-harming? I mean, are we just meant to think that Kiefer Sutherland's a bit mental and he's taking this? What yeah. do you think, Chris? Do you think it's? I think, I think that's. I think that's. I think that's probably where they're going. It's. It's difficult because I don't like actually empathise with any of these characters. Mm. I don't know if you guys do. No. I don't. Not really. Care. They're all a bit surface, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm not sure what the what the message of the film is. What do you think? Don't fuck with. I think Sam's right. There isn't really a message. It's just a bit of a. Because they're just saying, don't do something which isn't possible. <laughs> mm. Okay, I won't. Don't, don't kill yourself, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's more of a stylistic... I think it's more that they had this good idea and they went with that as a plot uh, yeah. more than they had an idea of a message or a... They've, they've got that idea yeah. and they've got the idea that someone wakes up with bruises and you think he's... Yeah. The ghost got him, basically. Yeah. Those are two yeah. ideas. But, like, that bit... You know the bit in the van with Kevin Bacon? You know the earlier bit when he... He locks himself in a room and he's yeah. and he's going like, come and get me, Mahoney, come and get me, come and yeah. get me. And he's got a screwdriver with him, has he? Which you, I suppose yeah. you're meant to think mm. that screwdriver does the injuries to him. But he comes out like, mm. he's like torn to pieces and like <laughs> bruised and all sorts of stuff. And it's like, a screwdriver's not going to have done that to him. No, no, it mm. doesn't. I mean, the film, I mean, in a good way, the film doesn't ever really explain itself or it, the film doesn't fall down one way or the other, does it? Yeah, because it knows if it tries to explain itself, it will just fall apart instantly, doesn't yeah. it? Suppose, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, down, probably, yeah. I think probably the remake or the the sequel probably tries to explain everything mm. a bit too much. But um, um, but yeah, well, so yeah, so kind of the the kind of moving into the final act here. Uh, what happens, as we say, is that Kevin Bacon's kind of he said sorry, so he's he's kind of okay now. Um, William Baldwin is discovered, isn't he? His fiance finds his sex tapes, mm. so he doesn't really have to say sorry because he just loses his yeah, fiance. She's off. So that's that. Um, Julia Roberts has a few more kind of weird moments where she sees stuff, uh, and basically it turns out her. I think it was he's, he's kind of ex-military and he's a drug addict. Yeah, and he was so shamed by it that he killed himself. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, so she's You've got okay. PTSD, haven't you, really? That's... Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, Kiefer can't say sorry because he killed the person. Yeah, that he's, is. He's, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. Uh, so, uh, and they, they actually do say he was taken, uh, the Kiefer Sutherland's character was taken from his family at nine and sent to a boys' school because of what he did. Yeah. So maybe you're trying to, maybe it's trying to say that he was, yeah, he's a bit mucked up. Um, but, um, yeah, anyway, so the only way that Kiefer Sutherland can atone is by killing himself again. 
And I guess it, what he wants to die to say sorry, or just to die to die. It goes quite dark now. I mean, yeah, it? it goes quite dark. Um, I read that the uh, Billy Mahoney's death is an in-joke to filmmakers about the three acts of a story, uh, okay. which they describe as you put a character in a tree, you throw rocks at him, and somehow he somehow gets down from the tree. It's supposed to be like a little filmmaking joke. Lol. Yeah, lol. Nice one, Joel. Um, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, Amusingly, Oliver Platt never uh, flatlines, does he? But he says this weird line that if he did, the person that would come back would be his £350 babysitter who he stole a sandwich from. Yeah. He's the best character, isn't he? Yeah, he's the best character. He's the most fun. I love that scene, you know, when the... The um the sex ones, freak, Bolden's freaking out, and he's looking. All the cameras down the street, all the video, the TV screen is showing yeah. the videos, and he's just going like, "Oh, I would have done. I'd do a four twenty. I'd do a four four minute thirty or whatever." He's like saying about like how far he'd go, <laughs> yeah. like being dead or whatever. Yeah, it's really good. He's got really good like patter about him, hasn't he? He's got great yeah. talking. No, he's probably the yeah. best. Like you say, he's he's the character you kind of you you, you kind of empathise with a bit more. He's the audience surrogate, I suppose, isn't he? Yes, yes, yes. definitely. Yes. Um, yeah, but yes, anyway, so so there is a big rush, basically a mad rush to stop Kiefer from killing himself. And there's a really weird computer game noise when Kiefer Sutherland flatlines. <laughs> I don't know if you can <laughs> find it, that. but yeah, I've I'll written it down. Okay. Yeah, so it's literally after um, Oliver Platt says that line about the babysitter, yeah. I've just written down crazy computer game noise <laughs> as he flatlines. Anyway, um, yeah. So basically, Kiefer's flatlining. He's seeing the boy that he killed, and it's kind of now what he sees is him in the tree and the boy trying to kill him. That seems terrible. The kid yeah. like laughing, like, <laughs> yeah, like a very comic book sort of. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, it, it it kind of gets a bit. I think Kiefer's. It gets. This is where it goes into the realms of being a bit kind of schmaltzy and a bit Definitely. kind of like all the billowing like white on him as he falls out the tree and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think how Kevin Bacon does it and is a bit better. He just goes and sees the person and says, "Sorry about that. Well, I was just a kid." I think that's kind of a better way of handling it than this. Um, but yes, thankfully his friends are there uh, and they uh, save him, um, and that's kind of it, really. Um, you kind of hear lots of religious music at this point and then you see all the paintings on the wall. And as I say, it's quite um, ambiguous to whether that was real or not, isn't it? Well, I mean, they've had... They, they definitely have something to go on, haven't they? Because the fact they've all... Mm. You don't think they just all on. were, like, freaking out because they they just did it. I think it's all just... I mean, I saw yeah, it as just all bigger hallucinations. Like, they weren't... Yeah, it's all just you know. delusions. Oh, no, I don't think it's a ghost, No. Right, yeah. I see what you mean. Yes, okay. no, I agree with you. That, yeah, but I think whatever, whatever dying brings on in you is to like, mm. I don't know, trigger some long dormant memory that you don't want to yeah. think about in your head. Yeah, mm. or and like, and like anything you. Sorry, not dying. Yes, anything you think about, anything that comes back, you don't want to think about, gets lodged. You think about it too much, yeah. don't you? So yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, and that's kind of flatliners. Overall, what did we all uh, think? What's your big? What's your main thoughts, Sam? Overall, I didn't enjoy it. No, um, I was kind of a, um, I was disappointed in a way. I don't know. It's not really the film I remember it being, um, mm. but I don't really know why that's the case. I suspect I've got a, like a melange of eighties films combined mm. in my head, and there's other stuff that I'm thinking of. You know, 
because yeah. Um, yeah, these, yeah. these actors are in so much stuff aren't they and of this, yeah. this sort of age um, yeah I mean I liked I did like some of the direction I thought some of the lighting was really good on some of the scenes it looked really mm. the mood and stuff it was nice but it was also very TV and very mm. um, I just it's like I, this unlike some of the films you watch where there's nostalgia I was never the right age for this I was too young for this when yeah. it came mm. out it's too old-fashioned looking now, and I've never mm. been that kind of a. I can't. I can't relate mm. to them, you know, at yeah. all. Okay, fair enough. Um, mm. So I was kind of disappointed in it, really, to be honest with you. Chris, what about you? Yeah, I feel like I might be kind of m- mixing this up with another film or mm. some something else, which is hospital-based, maybe. I don't know, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I find the lighting things quite over dramatic, like ninety very nineties TV. Um, I don't know. It's 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 like one of them movies where because these are all like it's a big cast. Oh, yeah, it's a big cast and um, the Brat Pack. Mm. Yeah, I just <clears throat> don't think it really did much for me. No, okay. It was. I don't know if it's even. But <laughs> I would have thought it would have been a bit more thought provoking than it was. Yeah, but I mean, I think. For me, I thought I liked the way it looked. I thought it looked really nice. It is very nineties. I do think that, but I quite liked the look of it and the the kind of um, the weirdness of it. The kind of dreamlike. You love the nineties. Yeah, I like that look. Um, I agree that there aren't really any good characters apart from Oliver Platt. There's you can't really root for anyone in it. No. Um, but I think it's just kind of like a simple story. I think it's it's a simple story. You know, as I said, it's a, it's a very basic pitch, and I think it. It does what it, it does what it says it does. I think yeah, like, like there's some nice little scares in there. There's some nice little moments. It's not groundbreaking or anything. I don't think it's yeah. It's definitely not top of the table. Um, but no, I, I I didn't mind it. Like I thought it was yeah. It was. It, I agree that it wasn't exactly as I remembered it. Maybe I'm mixing it. Even I'm mixing it up with something else. I remember there being like more happened. Like something more yeah. to it. You know yeah. than just yeah. they were a bit haunted by bad stuff. No, I agree. No, me too. But maybe we're all just getting it mixed with... There should have been like... I don't know. It's like there would be another dimension to it now. There'd be like... There'd be like some demigod that controls the the gateway between here and there. Mm. And I don't know. Hellraiser. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess we'll have to watch the uh, sequel to see if they've extended the idea more it, than just... It's also barely not poppers, isn't it, really? Because, like... All they've got it's is very like border, a, it's like that borderline. It's the popping, the packing stuff, isn't it? The popping paper with a, with like a, a a light underneath it. That's the extent of the thing they're going, they're dying in, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean they are using it's a bit science, science though. Safety not guaranteed, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think it is science fiction because they are using science. Yeah, oh, definitely, but barely. But, yeah, I, I agree with you because it's it's more about the supernatural ideas as well, anyway, isn't it? Or the or at least protect, making you think there's supernatural stuff. Yeah, because even that's not not really there, is it? Probably. No, because yeah, because no one ever just says. I mean, considering they're scientists, they never find a scientific answer for what they're experiencing. In fact, they give up on science quite quickly, don't they? As soon as they start getting haunted, they start just being freaked out by mm. it. Mm. Do you know this film reviewed really badly? What, flat, the Flatliners did? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And it wasn't like a massive runaway hit. That's funny. So I wonder, do you think it's because the post is quite good, it was on a lot of people's walls, that that's mm. why it kind of... <laughs> is Maybe. it that good? 
It's kind of well, a, like you say, it's the cast, isn't it? The cast, it's a load yeah. of faces. Yeah, but it's yeah. one of those. It's a, it's a kind of poster like on like Dawson's Creek, something like that. It would always be on the wall in like a mm. you know in like a nineties yeah, yeah. TV series. It's a I know what you mean. Yeah, maybe it got a bit of a cult yeah. kind of. Uh, oh, it's definitely status. a cult film, but I just don't know why because it's not like like Lost Boys or something like that mm. where. You know, it did review well and things. This didn't yeah. seem to. This is like the end of that, the bad end of that in a way. But yeah, but it mm. still is quite revered. But like, I mean, like you say, like there's a Blu-ray version and it gets released all the time, doesn't it? There's all sorts of yeah, yeah. Maybe people are remembering it wrong, like us. Yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So where does it go in the list? I mean, it's not terrible, is it? No, it's not terrible. It's but it's very flat. So we're saying kind of middle. Middling around the hundreds or off the hundreds. I thought hundred and twenty because oh. um, like working up, I got to Black Sheep and I was like, yeah, that was all right, kind of horror, like eh, whatever. Yeah. So that's where I was, but but I'm not bothered either way, really. So whatever, Chris, what did you think? Is it better than Stargate? Do you think? Yeah, that's a hard one. Um. Or I mean, Inner Space is at 104 for some reason. Because <laughs> it's so early, wasn't it? It's like, yeah. it's like that it was, one. Uh, um, yeah, Sam's enthusiasm. Tomorrow Evans is too high up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Tanny the T-Rex. I mean, I think I had more fun with Tammy the T-Rex. You're right. I Maybe it is lower did. than that. I think Stargate was yeah. more... It's not good, but it's definitely more my kind of thing than this. Mm. Yeah. I didn't really like The Man Who Fell to Earth. I was bored during that, though. What about... So maybe a bit higher. Alien versus Predator, what do we think? Better than that. Better yeah, than that, that was bloody awful. Okay. But, so we, we, yeah, we're focusing down then on the, the 20, 120 area then. I'd say maybe just a bit, maybe around... Start, I, I, think a bit, I think it's better than The Man Who Fell to Earth. That was so too 119. long. Yeah, so under Stargate, you mean? Yeah. Is it better than Stargate? It's tough, or isn't it? Because Stargate's crap, but like it's. I, don't I know. mean, it's more original than Star. Or is it more original than Stargate? I don't know. No, it's not more original than Stargate. It's about the same level of originality. I I think, like you said, Alex, it's it's a good one line pitch. synopsis. Yeah, pitch, but it's not really. Yeah. But beyond that, it's just like a, a teen psychological drama yeah. sort of thing. It's like a point horrible. To Mars yeah. is a similar sort of vibe. All right, un- under Stargate then. 119, okay. Yeah. 119, 119. So 119, okay. that's where Flatliners sits. Uh, that's Joel Schumacher's probably, I think, didn't we decide it was the only uh, entry he was going to get? Because we're not really allowing Batman in, are we? Sadly not, we're not going to allow Batman in. Uh, I forgot what it's called, Flatliners. Um, so yeah, so Joel, sorry Joel, you're you're in the list, but you're not, um, you're not that high. No, um, RIP. Maybe... Yeah, R.I.P. Hopefully you're in a, a heaven right now, Joel Schumacher. He's been chased round by a, a boy that he threw a, a <laughs> Batman a sandwich Robin. at. Batman Robin. Yeah, George Clooney with nipples on a Batman suit. <laughs> chasing around in the afterlife. Oh, God, this got disrespectful quickly. Nice to uh, see you. Chill out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's been chased around by that terrible wrestler who played Bane oh. in that film. The worst version. Somehow... The worst Bane. Maybe is he the worst Bane? I mean, maybe I don't think he is the worst Bane. Oh, he's a more maybe. faithful Bane than the. Uh, he is a more faithful Bane. Looks Bane. right. Yeah. And you can you can understand what he, he doesn't say anything. Does he just growls? I read the other day what that voice was. Um, why he was what? doing that? 
It's based oh, really? on it's, a, it's an, like an homage. Somebody talked like that. Oh, who? I can't remember what it was. I read it. I'll find it the next time. But yeah, he explained it as like he was he was aping someone, some like historical figure. Yeah. But I mean, as far yeah. as I know, and I don't know loads about Bane, but he's like he's Latin American, isn't he? I mean, he's yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah. like he's uh, South American. Yeah, yeah, South like American that. character. So. Can you not hear my Latin words? <laughs> here we go. Um, Taco. Right, I've got it here. Uh, it's based on a guy named Bartley Gorman. Oh, okay. He's the king of the gypsies. He's a boxer, a bare-knuckle boxer, an Irish traveller, a gypsy. Oh, great. Uh, what, why, it, though? I guess because he thought Bane was a gypsy. I mean, I don't really get the... <laughs> mm. Oh, dear. Okay, well... Yeah. Oh, there's a clip actually on the thing of this guy talking. He does sound a bit like Bane. Oh, okay. I can't oh. believe that no one in production said to him, "Stop that." Do you remember when the very yeah. first clip of that film came out, and it was way more hard to hear what he was yes. saying? Yeah. They turned yeah. it down, didn't they, for the final thing? Yeah. It was like a yeah. like, I quite. I don't dislike yeah. it. You know what? Sorry. Because I think when you got your face covered as an actor. I think he's done a remarkable job of still like injecting some interest. Into the character. So there. stupid, though. The voice is so silly. Why would he talk like that? Why would he have that voice? I don't mind it being a bit muffled, but it's just that it's the accent he does. Yeah. That's so. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, if you watch the um, that Harley Quinn cartoon that was on recently, that had Bane in it, and the bloke, the person was doing a complete impression, and he was the character was just really ridiculous, and they just talked like that all the time. It was obviously just supposed to be. I mean, like, if you want to get real with it, Bane isn't a good character, and the problem with no. the character is is that just because he has that iconic scene of breaking Batman over his yeah. knee. Yeah. That's obviously what no one saw and thought that's a great idea. Yeah, no, no, no and it's not that's a good character. the reason that he gets the role he does. He shouldn't be there, yeah. you know. No, he shouldn't. No, he um, should be a wrestler in the background <laughs> wearing a, a spandex exactly. suit. Joel yeah. Schumacher was right. We all he was a. a they should have made more Catwoman in that about Catwoman in that film. They didn't. Yes, really use they should it, have been. Today. Yeah. God, that feels awful. Anyway, we're talking anyway, about the yeah. film. Anyway, anyway, uh, so oh, but but next week. Bow. Wah! Yep. Talk next week. Rolling. What's next week? It's uh, Inception, Inception next week. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're doing Inception because because Christopher an Nolan. Oh right, I thought it was because Christopher think... Nolan won't accept that cinemas are closed, and he's, he's well... determined to drag them back open. <laughs> well, number one, yes, Tenant's coming out, and it's got a link to it, although we can't confirm that. And number two, I think it is an anniversary of Inception, and that was going back in the cinema as well. It'd be ten years as well. It? Yeah, ten yes. years. Yes. Okay. So yeah. Wah! We'll be doing that noise. Uh, so for me, yes. the, the iconic cinema film of IMAX for me, like when that was first coming oh, out, okay. definitely. I will talk about it next week. Mm, think, but. Yeah. So that will be us. Then we'll be so we'll be incepting. We'll be in. We'll be a podcast within a podcast within a podcast within a podcast <laughs> um, next week. So yeah. So, Actually, you can uh, link back to Minority Report as well with the old turning. Oh. Oh, that's a spoiler, I suppose. In case someone's watched it, everyone's seen Inception, haven't they? Yeah, you'd think so. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's what we're doing. Any correspondence, Sam? Anyone? Um, care? No, nothing to report this week. Oh, okay. Anyway, anything to promote? Anyone? No, uh, no, no, nothing no. going on. Oh well. No. Anyway, we'll be more interesting next time. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Well, if you're at work or not at work, stay safe. Um, and if you believe in God, that's great. If you don't, that's cool too. Don't Hope kill you yourself. Were- don't kill yourself, as Flatliner says. Uh, yeah, and it's <laughs> goodbye from me. Uh, Sam, say goodbye. God is a delusion. Uh, oh, invented God. to control you. Chip machine. Uh, yeah. bye, bye. It's, it's a, a shipping same... machine. 
Say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs>